Hey friends, welcome back and thank you for being here with us today as we unpack The Intimate God with Pastor Alan Kraft, the author of this book that we're going through. Um, we also have KJ Tenza here. KJ, thank you for being here. And I never introduced myself. I realized that sure. when we were looking. I'm Jenny. <laughs> so we hope that this is um, really just kind of enriching um, your journey in this book. So if it is, make sure to comment if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it um, on a uh, Spotify or any of those other wonderful places for podcasts, um, just like and subscribe. So let's dive in. We are on the chapter of listening to Jesus. Yes. Yeah. This was a good one. Cool. Not that any of them are bad. I'm not saying, but <laughs> <laughs> I would love to kind of start um, with kind of unpacking the hearing versus listening, because that part I thought was really good about how you distinguished kind of the two things and yeah. like what brought you to like put that whole piece in there and how important that is. Yeah. I think um, just to set this kind of week in its context, it really is a companion to the stillness that right. we talked about right. last time. And so there's a, it's this idea of, okay, once we are present to ourselves, once we are present to what's going on, it actually opens this door for us to better hear the the Lord speak to us. Um, and so that's why this chapter was kind of um, um, immediately followed the stillness, wanting people to wade into stillness in this aspect of listening. And, and yeah, I think listening and hearing, we all know this to be the case mm -hmm. in our other relationships when... Um, we can sort of be audibly hearing the sound waves of someone talking, but we're not actually listening to them. And, um, and I think that's just an important distinction. You know, there's a, there might be a, a train whistle that we, you know, we hear, but it doesn't really impact us because we're not focusing on it, right? Unless we're at a cross you know, crossing with the railroad track and then suddenly we're attentive to that whistle. And so I, I think that concept is so important in any relationship really, but especially in our relationship with God where um, he is speaking. Um, the question is, are we tuning in? Are we really listening um, and tuning into him um, to hear his, hear his voice? Yeah, I probably do that most with my kids. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. you know, it's just this white noise sometimes. It's like, stop and listen. It's so true. Yeah. I think that realizing that connection, mm -hmm. um, our listening in our other relationships, right. I think sometimes there may be some clues why we have a hard time hearing from God. It's because we all tend to struggle in, or many of us tend to struggle listening to other people because mm. the, the principles are the same. How do you listen to someone? It's eye contact, it's attention. I'm you know really paying attention to them versus multitasking. And so we we under we get that in any other relationship. And I think it applies so much in our relationship with God. And stillness then creates the space for us to actually focus our attention on hearing. Mm, that's good. And it's 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 harder. I would say it's harder to to as in to God. So if someone has a hard time paying attention to someone who's sitting across right. from you, <laughs> Jesus is invisible. 
That's a good point. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. <laughs> and, and so I am practicing paying attention to an invisible entity. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Way to make it harder. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> but no, it's there's something very, very simple so here. Yeah. Like he's he's invisible. Yeah. And I have a hard time paying attention to hearing. Alan during a podcast and I have my earphones on. Right. right. You know? Right. That's a really good that's a really good point, I think. That the challenge um of with a person you can see them and you can audibly hear their voice. With God, it's a totally different a, a different mm-hmm. dimension. The listening principles are the same, but it is we're listening to a spirit being, right? Mm-hmm. We're listening to God who is not Physically, we don't see him physically, and then he's he's whispering to our inner right. being, not speaking typically to our you know audible our ears physical. Yeah, ears. like so. And if if people are trying this and they're like, "Yeah, I don't hear God," I'm like, "Of course you don't." Like it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, it's not. It's like. Um, there's this practice of of hearing the voice of God and understanding the sound of it and yeah. understanding who he is, like when he shows up. Um, so, Well, and I think too, like you talk about how God speaks to us through our own thoughts. Uh-huh. And I love that because it's like, well, first of all, like how did you discover this in your own personal journey right. in writing? Yeah, I think... I think I heard someone um, articulate that a couple years ago, and when I heard it, I just thought that's exactly that's exactly how I experience the Lord. It and it, it, let's say I'm asking him a question, and I'm trying to journal, and I'm just going to write down the thoughts that are coming to my mind. I realize I'm not. It's not like Shakespeare is dictating to me all of a sudden because right. I'm hearing from God, and now the sentence is filled with a bunch of these and thous and. No, it's it's kind of the way I would hear it and the way I would say it, which I think is a it makes sense. He's speaking in our vocabulary exactly right. and to our inner being. And so it makes sense that it would be in it would be the way that we would understand it or pictures that would connect with us mm-hmm. in a in a personal way, which is what makes it really cool. And not a, it's not a formula. It's that familiarity, like you were talking about, something we learn, we grow in. Um, and there's something exciting about that. Rather than I don't hear God speak, well, let's let's lean in and let's learn how He communicates to you and to me. And there's a a relational journey there that I think makes it um, exciting. Yep. How about you? What? <laughs> How about me what? <laughs> well, I would I love to like hear like I guess maybe how do you guys like differentiate the like fleeting thoughts versus like the thoughts that carry this weight? Mm. I think there's a, a couple of things. Um it's it's the character of God. I'm really big on the character of God. Okay. Um and are the things I'm hearing um, in tune to the character of mm. God throughout the biblical text. And then, of course, the biblical text itself um, does, does 
the biblical texts uphold the things that, that, that I am encountering God in and the things that are being said and the things that I'm experiencing. And then there is a voice um, that I've come to understand that that is him. Um, and I don't question it anymore. Um, yeah. So that's me. That's great. <laughs> there is something so I love the, there's something so personal about that. When you say, does it kind of sound like Jesus? Yeah. You know, does it sound like what we know to be true of his character? Yep. And that's huge because so often what we initially hear sometimes is condemnation yep. or it's right. voices from our past. Um, you're not enough, you know, those kinds of things. And so I love that idea of as we're hearing, and I think that's part of the process of learning to hear and, and to listen is to just pay attention to whatever thoughts come to mind. Don't assume all of them are from God, but at least kind of get them on paper or get them in, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're listening, you're trying to kind of turn the faucet on. And mm -hmm. so, you know, maybe some cruds coming out, it hasn't turned on in a while and some water, but that's okay. It's like the flow is going. And then you can step back once you've, okay, here's what I'm hearing. Then you can step back and evaluate and say, okay, what is this? Does this sound like Jesus? Yeah. Um, does this resonate with his character? Does this align with um, scripture? And so then you can do sort of some of the the testing and weighing of it afterwards. But when we start with that, um, I got to know for sure if this is from God or not. It's almost like we put a, a we, we freeze up in needing to know whether it's from God on the front end. And that sort of hinders the flow. So I feel like the fleeting thought, let's start paying attention. Let's get the flow going. Let's ask the Lord a question and then just what thoughts come to my mind and, and start paying attention to those. Right. And then you can evaluate. It's the pressure we feel. I'm going to ask the Lord a question. And we feel this pressure. This has got to be from God. And is this from God or not? And it just, we sort of heighten the level of anxiety when I don't think we need to. Sometimes, yeah, a fleeting thought, it's really just a fleeting thought, right. but that's okay. You know, what I find with fleeting thoughts is that, um, uh, sometimes when I'm paying attention, so I ask the Lord a question, then I'm just paying attention. A fleeting thought actually might begin to feel more weighty. Mm -hmm. You know, suddenly it initially felt like a fleeting thought, but now as I'm thinking about it, I, I'm just wondering, wow, there, it feels like there's some weight to that. I got to jump in. I got to tell you yes. guys okay. a story because Please this just do. happened. So, so, so I typically have a, a quiet time at like 5 to 6 a.m. So it's early. And that's important because so I'm having this like this quiet space. And I begin thinking I'm hungry for tacos. And I don't eat tacos a whole lot 
there's something about the spices I'm not into. And then I think, okay, I've not had tacos forever. And then I think about this college boy 15 years ago I ate tacos with, but I've not seen him since. And then I started thinking about him and how did he end up? And then I thought, I'm going to pray for this, this good guy, right? So on Sunday, I'm at Cracker Barrel. And there's this guy staring at me. And then I kind of you know, avoid him a bit, you know, because he just keeps staring at me. And then he comes up to me and says, KJ? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, and he says who he is. And I'm like, I seriously was just thinking about having taco. And, like, <laughs> and then he and I like talk for 15 minutes wow. about how God has transformed him and his life. And it was so cool to feel prepared by God to have that conversation so he felt seen. If I could not have thought about him, I would have forgotten about him. And so he he would have come up and I'd be like, ah, but, but I had this whole huge experience of God bringing up who he had mm-hmm. been and our sh- story. And that all began by being hungry for tacos. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, that was wild for me. But, like, speaking of a fleeting thought. Yeah, it was totally like, oh, man, I'm I'm horrible at this practice (laughs) because I'm thinking about tacos. That's so good. Yeah. That's such a great story. And and I think it just gives us a freedom and almost a sense of adventure in wading into this Mm -hmm. and not being so tacos, is that from God or not? But letting your mind just kind of go with that and where it led. And then this confirmation, which yeah. is amazing. <laughs> amazing that's, that's where I think it is so, that's where it becomes so special and so such a moment of like, wow, you, you are here. You are part, you know, like that confirmation. I think you talked a little bit about this when you let our staff through a thing the other day that, you know, having that moment, of confirmation, that moment is so powerful and so good. And I also well, right. because that brings you to understand different things about God too. Of yes. like, He speaks in the vocabulary of tacos. <laughs> I as didn't well know as. this. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, yeah. wow, He could do that, you know. And I, I was taught. Yes. And so, so as I go into pursuing Him, well, that's possible too, you yeah. know. And so it's 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 fun. Mm. I love seeing the book when you talk about like ask God anything and yep. having that like the the importance of the vulnerability, right? right? You know, and becoming vulnerable in that, but asking him anything and it's okay. And yeah. that's where you can be led down some path of, you know, <laughs> tacos <laughs> or, or something else. But I would love for you to kind of unpack that just a little bit. Yeah, I the, think I really do think, you know, we're talking about listening, being a good listener a crucial part of that is asking questions, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when you ask a question, then you're waiting for the other person to respond. It seems ironic to me that in our relationship with God, we rarely, I think many of us, we rarely ask him a question. And that to me had been a little frustrating in my past, trying to listen to God. Okay, I'm setting aside this time and it's quiet and candles are lit. Speak to me. Right. (laughs) About anything in the universe, speak to me. You know, that just, that was sort of challenging what I have found is that questions help narrow the focus. Right. So then when I'm asking him, God, why am I feeling so anxious about 
this conversation later today. And then I wait. See, then then I feel like the Lord is able to minister mm-hmm. specifically to that place in me. And then I pay attention to the things that come to my mind in response to that question. So I feel like you don't have to ask questions. You obviously weren't asking a question at that moment. You were just paying attention. And taco, this desire for taco started to stir up. But there are times when... I feel like um, there is something, it's kind of what we talked about last time. There's a part of me at the table that feels like it needs attention. I'm feeling anxious about this. And so what would it look like to invite Jesus into that space and then ask him about it? What, What is... Why am I feeling so angry at this person? What what is that anger about? And so suddenly that becomes, the question becomes a way to listen kind of with with focus, Mm. kind of direct our listening, which I've just found to be really helpful. I don't always ask God questions, but there there are times when I do, Mm. and it really helps me pay attention to what I'm hearing because now there's a specific response. I mean, a a specific opportunity for him to respond related to something that I'm wondering about. Right. Or that's, yeah, taking that space in your brain and taking up that kind of, that focus in your own brain. Yep. So I think that's great. Well, I think, and you might've already kind of answered this, but just to kind of wrap up, I would love as people are going into this, because this could be completely new, you know, to anybody, to a new believer, to somebody who's very seasoned, like what is your kind of like pastoral encouragement in like diving into this? Um, yeah. If it's new. Man, I, yeah, I really, I want people to hear, I didn't really share this story in the in this book. I think I talked more about it in my other book on the Holy Spirit, but I spent a long time being really frustrated in this area. And so I want people to give themselves grace in this whole area because um, this is something that KJ you've learned over years and we, we both have learned things, but it, it, it's been a journey. It's been a relational journey. And, and I want to just, encourage people to give themselves grace, to wade into it, to continue to seek the Lord. And with an attitude of, um, I'm going to quiet my heart. I'm going to ask the Lord questions. I'm going to pay attention to the things that I'm thinking, and we're going to learn together. Um, that's probably, um, one of the, for someone it's new to, I really think that what you asked before about paying attention to your own thoughts, mm-hmm. It, you, you ask a question, the Lord a question, and then just pay attention to any thoughts that are coming to your mind. And if it helps, just journal them, write them down, because I think that really helps get the faucet going. And then we can evaluate and we can learn over time. For me, early in my journey, part of my frustration, I think, was I was expecting dramatic lightning bolts from heaven. I was expecting <laughs> HD quality visions, you know, I just, if I'm going to hear from God, it's going to be so unmistakable that you couldn't ignore it. And then you look at scripture and realize he's whispering. You can ignore a whisper really easily. In the sound of silence. Right. (laughs) It's like, because it got so silent that had to be God. I I mean, think about it. I mean, that's... Hmm. 
Yeah, like there's something like you know him. Right. You know? Like where you just, yeah, where you know someone so well you can just kind of be yep. with them. Mm. And so you don't, there's there's a level of intimacy there where it doesn't have to be talking all the time. Um, but I do think there's something about um, that idea of of familiar, familiarity and paying attention to our own um, thoughts um, that begins to help us learn how to kind of recognize his recognize his voice and over time just grow in our familiarity with him and how he speaks to us. But this brings it back to the practice of stillness. Right. And, and that, I think, becomes a critical part because how else do you hear someone's whisper unless you're leaning in right. and you're attentive to them? So if God is whispering, we're expecting him to be shouting, <laughs> but if he's whispering, then that's just going to take some time, you know, it's a journey to learn how to one, create space for stillness and then to learn how and to give ourselves grace to begin learning how to pay attention to our own thoughts and then discerning where the Lord is in those thoughts. So we end up with a taco um, thing leading to just a beautiful place of ministry because of our paying attention to a whisper. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank this you. This a great week. And, hey, we encourage you guys, head over to allencraft.com. All the resources are there. The exercises are there. Um, also, let us know how this whole experience is going for you. And um, tell us your cool stories, maybe something that happened for you. You can comment below. I know on allencraft.com you can actually email you as well and just kind of We'd love to hear the incredible things that God's doing in you and um, during this whole book journey. So join us next week. We will be here and we'd love for you to be a part of it.